Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Catherine Clayton. Um, So I wonder what it is that gives you security in your life that makes you feel safe, that you feel that you must have, that you need. It could be perhaps status, maybe admiration, maybe money, maybe beauty, or something completely different. So our passage this morning looks at where our safety needs to be placed. I'm just going to read now Proverbs 18, verses 10 to 12, which will come up on the screen. So the name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The wealth of the rich is their fortified city. They imagine it a wall too high to scale. Before a downfall, the heart is haughty, but humility comes before honour. So let's just look at verse 10. In ancient times, a wall is a safe place in an attack, but a fortified tower, even better. And so here we see that the name of the Lord is what we should be running into for safety, not our own fortifications that we've made. And these first two verses, they kind of, they indicate that we all have a place of security, a fortification, something about which we can say, if I have, if I have that, if I just have that, I'll be secure, I'll be safe, everything will be okay. So this morning, the next two or three minutes, we're just going to think about and consider the fortifications we have in our lives and how we can replace them with God as our fortification. So verse 11 particularly talks about wealth and how it can exert its power over us and through our imagination. We imagine that it can save us in all different ways, a wall too high to climb from the things we fear. So our daydreams about money show us wealth can be an idol, but it also interestingly reveals other things to us that could be idols. And what our heart most kind of rests in where we most effortlessly and joyfully and perhaps most addictively spend our money can show those other idols to us. So I wonder, what do you spend your money on? Some people put it effortlessly into savings. I know that I'm always constantly trying to save. Others spend it on clothing or more material things to gain admiration and approval. Others into memberships in clubs. And none of these things in and of themselves are wrong. And indeed, some of them are actually really good for our well-being. But it's watching our motivations and how invested we are. So I wonder, what can break the hold that money has on our hearts? And it will be really hard, as probably many of us on the call know. But we can almost be choked by our fortifications if we cannot cast away those treasures that we've made. And when I was preparing for this, one thing that Tim Keller says is that radical generosity to God and the poor is a crucial start. We must, must also run to God. So verse 12 shows that before our fortification is toppled, which can very easily happen, as I'm sure we all know, and it's likely to happen at various points in our lives, um, 
that, it, that we can become haughty and proud before those things potentially topple. But our fortifications are all false security, aren't they? Do we really feel safe? Do we really feel free when we have our own fortifications? Are we always craving more security, more money, more admiration, more savings, more belongings? Are we never quite satisfied? I would suggest that yes, we are never quite satisfied and that therefore we must run to God so we don't become haughty and proud, but put our complete trust in him where we feel completely safe, completely free and not in our own fortifications that we're trying to build that just like that could be toppled at any point. So what we learn from these verses is that wise men um, run into the name of the Lord. In the Bible, God's name is a way of speaking of his nature and attributes. He never loses his power. This is where true safety and security come from. And Tim Keller also says that to run into God's name is to deliberately rehearse and tell yourself who he is. So in the storm when Jesus was with his disciples in the boat, he asked them, where is your faith? He was asking, why have you failed to remember all you have seen me do? And I think we can probably all testify to that. We, always, we can forget quite easily sometimes what God has done in the past for us. I wonder if just now you can think of a time in the past when perhaps you've panicked about a situation or when something unexpected has turned your life upside down, when your fortifications that you've built were knocked. If you were panicking, becoming over-anxious, can I challenge you? Were you running into the name of the Lord at that point? And is there something that you're facing at the moment, perhaps today, even, that is really difficult. What attribute of God might you need to remember and run into to help you? Perhaps trying to run into his power, his wisdom, his comfort, his never-ending love for you. Starting with the small things in our lives, we need to try and catch ourselves so we can build a habit of running to God when those bigger fortifications can be knocked. But how do we run into his attributes? So just to finish, perhaps just remember one thing that you may need, or one of his attributes that you may need for a particular situation that you're going through currently. Or if you're not, maybe thinking about lots of his different attributes, perhaps write it down, write them down, stick them up somewhere in a post-it note, have it as a screensaver on your computer, on your phone. And on the screen now, I've just listed just a few of the attributes of God. And obviously many. Maybe look at them now and just perhaps choose one that you might need to run into today. I won't read them out because I'll let you do that for 30 seconds and have a think. So hopefully you've been able to maybe identify one of those or another that you already know of that's not on the screen. And instead of running to your fortification that you have made, perhaps you can begin to say that attribute of God over yourself daily. First thing in the morning, last thing at night, write it down somewhere so you can see it. We need to run to him remembering who he is and what he has done in our lives. So thanks, Jamie. I think we're going to now go, I don't know how many have we got on the call. Is it worth just going into breakout groups for 
two minutes. Um, yeah. Um, and then just sharing, perhaps in our breakout groups, as you feel able, um, what one attribute of God that you would particularly need now in your life. And then perhaps we can just pray for that and for the courage to step into that as we go out into our days. Thanks, Catherine. This morning, Catherine encouraged us to pray into the attributes of God. And I wonder where it is that you need to know a particular attribute of God in your life right now. Perhaps there's a situation that you need to pray into. And you might like to take a look at the different attributes listed in the description of this podcast and then pray as you feel led. This morning we also prayed for leadership, particularly we had the, the National Parliamentary Prayer Breakfast at HTC on Friday. And also tonight we're meeting with our Connect Group leaders. And so we're praying for those in Parliament and we're also praying uh, for our Connect Group leaders.